G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Scotty Mack, thanks, mate, for your time. What a week it has been. Uh, New Zealand is, has been up on their feet applauding that result at St. Pete, mate. Um, I don't even know what to ask you. I mean, how are you feeling? This this is such a big moment. Yeah, it's surreal, Murph. Thanks, man. Like, uh, it's just the amount of people. And my mum and dad have said, like, you know, they feel like rock stars. So I, I, I can't imagine what they what they what everything's been going on with you know the the, the coverage of the race and yeah, the, my Facebook, Twitter, everything's been going off. And just really proud to fly the New Zealand flag alongside Scotty. You know, um, he's had it by himself over here for a while, and I'm just glad to help him and. You know, it's uh, it was a very uh, surreal weekend, just out of the blue for sure. Um, speaking of Scott Dixon and other Kiwis, I mean, it's almost like you're in bloody New Zealand over here at the moment. There's Hunter McElroy, there's Billy Fraser, there's Scott yeah. Dixon. I mean, there's, there's Kiwis everywhere doing so well as well, mate. I mean, I mean, what a weekend! So proud to be a Kiwi. Yeah, I mean, I was watching the Indy Lights and the F2000s, uh, you know, support races. From the truck and um you know when hunter put it on pole i was so pumped like he did it on the last lap same sort of thing as me and and um you know this was before my first practice i think and um yeah super pumped text him and said oh man awesome job uh and then he's like yeah you gotta do the same i'm like yeah i'll try and then it happened and then he texts me i said he goes oh yeah i told you you're gonna do it so uh, uh it's it's awesome to see a couple of young kiwis coming through and then yeah scotty was one of the first person to come and see me after my pole lap and you know, straight straight away down down the uh, pit lane there, and um, yeah, it's it's, it's we're, we're a small contingent of people over here that from New Zealand, but you know we're punching well above our weight, which is really cool. Yeah, no doubt. Hey, let's let's talk about that qual side of things because um, obviously last year uh, just such a massive transition, so much learning. We know all that rookie season. Uh, it was an amazing season, really, at the end of it all. I mean, we spoke about that last year, but you know the the Achilles heel, if you want to call it that. Um, was understanding those tyres and, and being able to turn them on to do that quality lap. And, you know, that that held you back. I mean, clearly race pace was fantastic so many times last year, but that qualification was was such a challenge when it's so, so competitive. I mean, to turn that yeah. around and put it on pole, yeah. I mean, far out. Yeah, it, was, it blew, blew me away, to be honest. But, we like, it's not from a lack of trying or understanding. You know, I've worked my butt off um as you know i just it's just one of those things where i've just built a relationship with my, my 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 engineer and told him exactly what i needed i gave him like a list of things like i just need to make me feel comfortable at, at the limit in these cars and part of it as well i think is also learning the proximity of the race car learning how close i can get to the walls and you know the limits of all that too it's very different to the supercar especially when you sit in the middle of the car which you you know, it has taken me some time to learn the depth perception of all that. So, I, yeah, that, that was one of the best laps I've done, um, you know, and, and it was just a, 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 a cool thing. And I was very lucky because we, we really hardly touched the car throughout the whole weekend. So I was able to really maximize myself. I was able to go out and try different break points, different lines, you know, and figure out, you know, exactly where I wanted to be on when it, when it counted. And on the lap, uh, I, I knew it was a decent one. Um, I've actually turned my predicted lap time off, so I actually didn't know what lap it was on, uh, well, what lap I was on. That's just wow. another trick I've done. 
and uh, I just feel in the car, driving and making it happen. That's interesting. Um, I mean, you've been one to use predictive lap. I mean, was that something that you and your yeah. engineer talked about and to get, to get rid of it so it's not a focal point? Yeah, there was one day at the simulator. I was, I was, I couldn't get within three tenths of my best lap and I was looking at the steering wheel too much. As soon as I turned it off, within two laps, I was faster. So my best time. Wow. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, you know, that, that for me was a, a big, big change I did personally in the off season to just go back to the old me, go feel the car back in the supercars days. You know, I, I'd, I would use the predicted as a tool. You know, if I was up by a certain amount, I'd get to the last corner and I'd just, you know, bring it back a little bit just to make sure I, I completed the lap where here, you just can't give anything away. Everything's so close. So if I'm going into the last corner and you know, I'm going, Oh, I'm a 10th up. I'll just back it back just to make sure I get through this corner. Well, I, I can't, you've just got to hit everything. And, um, you know, I, I just said, no, let's turn it off and I'll feel the car and just break where I think I should break and kind of like a go-kart and make it happen. It's, it's, it's crazy. That, yeah, I, I find that so intriguing and I'm sure you and have looked at it and thought about it and, and maybe now you've, um, exposed, it's a, a big call. Know, you know what I mean? Like it's a bit, it's a big yeah, call because as huge. you know, like we use it, we use it so much. And it's uh, it took some getting used to, but when I turned, I just felt so much more like I was just feeling the car, concentrating a lot more. It was, yeah, it's a, it's a little maybe a little tip to some uh, younger drivers coming up through the ranks that you know sometimes that little piece on the dash is not exactly what you need. Well, that's interesting. I was always horrible at it anyway. I, I never ran the bloody thing because I was I was the worst yeah. at it, looking at it and then making a mistake. Hey, um, so. Just, just going back to St. Pete, third time there too. Um, just you're clearly comfortable. Obviously, all your prep on the off season, all the work that you did do. But was there just that a little bit more sense of of um, uh, happiness at a racetrack and confidence at a racetrack because you actually had been there a couple of times before? Yeah, for sure. I had so many notes from when I was there, especially the second time. Um, about what I did wrong and, and um, what I could improve. And there was just little things throughout the lap that, you know, straight away in practice one, I was, I was on it. And I felt like I was making, you know, good decisions around that. Um, it, 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 it definitely helps. And I can't wait to really go back to all the tracks this season, you know, knowing that I, I, I've got literally a novel for each track of what I can do better and what, you know, what I can work on. And I can't wait to sort of like put that into you know, practice. And, and, you know, I know off, you know, mid Ohio, I know exactly where to break into turn one and, you know, road America, I know exactly where to break into turn five. Like, it's just that sort of stuff is like just muscle memory now. And it's about now going and hopefully having a car like we did on the weekend where we don't have to change it too much. And I can really just focus on my driving and um, you know we'll be in good stead. Well, that's another good tip for all the young drivers out there too, having that novel. And I know how much work you put in outside the car to create you know that information load uh, to be able to go back to and reference to. Um, and then, so the other part to that is, I mean, amazing achievement winning your first IndyCar race, but you got your first pole. Do you do you almost think that the the pole position? was a bigger achievement in respect that you knew you had the car speed if you were at the front to actually achieve that and actually move forward at such a step from where you were last year? Well, like you said, Murph, it, it has been my Achilles heel. So that for me, I was fist pumping getting through to Q2. So when I, like yeah. when I got oh, we, to 
yeah. yeah, when I got to the fast six, I was like, oh, this is cool. And I, I've got a set of red tires that I've, I've only done one lap on. I might be able to do something here. Yeah. Um, and, and it, yeah, for sure. I mean, that lap that I, like I put in, honestly, it was one of my favorite laps of, I've ever done. It was just, I, I put together everything that I learned throughout that session. There was a couple of times, you know, looking at Will's data throughout the session that I braked a little bit early and I cost myself a 10th and I knew I had it in me and I was about just going out there and just, you know, just getting it done. And, um, I haven't had that feeling for a good 18 months, you know, and, uh, it was, it, it certainly brought back a few memories from supercars and, and put in a lap together. And yeah, the, like I said, the Achilles heel has been qualifying and to finally sort of beat that and, 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 and prove that I can qualify uh, an IndyCar, um, was a really cool moment for sure. What did, uh, what did Roger Pinsky say to you, um, straight afterwards? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, there's that 17 guy again, <laughs> literally. So uh, he, um, he he was really pumped. Um, I think it was just, uh, it was a big day, like just, you know, seeing TC and Roger and, you know, we were just, could, me and TC just sort of looked at each other. It was like, wow, from from that dinner in Darwin to in 2019 to this, who, who would have thought, you know, it's just, uh, it's a crazy way it's all happened. And they were so proud and, and, I've said many times that they're the two people that, you know, kept me, you know, sane, really, you know, they kept me being too hard on myself. They just said, look, it's a long story, not a short story. And we're here for a long time. We believe in you and what you can do. It's just going to take time. And, you know, they were right. So it's, um, yeah, always, always listen to you, boss. <laughs> it isn't, it isn't taking that much time, mate. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's taken long enough for me i'm too competitive <laughs> yeah i know you're too competitive way too competitive um you know there was uh, a lot of hype around a lot of other drivers uh going into this championship too i mean um i don't know what it was like over there but but certainly you know that from what we've been following and seeing you know the, the hype has been uh, focused on some other other drivers uh heading into the start of the 22 season and and also rightfully yeah. so um yeah, yeah. How's that vibe changed um, over there after after your Sunday Sunday race? Is uh, the focus swift uh, changed a little bit more towards uh, the number three? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm not sure. I mean, there's plenty of articles going around saying that they're like, you know, he's uh, well, I'm a different definite sort of title contender, but I'm blocking it out as you can imagine. I'm just trying to focus on what I got to do. Um, but I knew on Sunday that we had a pretty good piece because I was pulling away from Colton Herder and he's been stellar the last year and a half. So, um, you know, I, I was like, well, we, we, we got a good, pretty good chariot here. And I was pulling away and, and uh, you know, that made me feel pretty cool because I've been consistently the last year trying to catch that guy and I've been seeing him pull away from me. So, but knowing that, you know, I just needed time, knowing the belief I had in myself to make sure I could, you know, just, just stick with it. It was going to come and, and it was just so satisfying when that first stint when we were just really controlling it. It was just a, such a cool thing. And I think it, it showed that it wasn't just a fluke, the pole, and, 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 it, and it has put our, our name up there. And But, you know, I could quite easily find myself in 20th next qualifying. Like, that's how tight the series is right now. And I've just got to... I just got to dot my eyes, cross my T's, and, and just keep working. And um, you know, hopefully we're there at the end. Um, the, I think the the first stint on the on the reds, and how many laps you got, and how you were able to maintain that pace, uh, was 
do you think that really helped set you up for the rest of the day and, and, and put you in that position? I mean, no one else was able to continue on as long as you did at that pace on the, on the red tyre. Yeah, I felt, man, I felt really comfortable on the red tyre. Like, I feel like I could have got to where we needed to be, like the mid-30 laps to, you know, get our, our fuel in and keep our strategy rolling. The only thing that really cut the margin down was I caught up to the back end of the field who had pitted. Yeah. And they yeah. were on fresh blacks and I was still catching them. And I'm like, geez, this is this is pretty good. Um, but, yeah, it really set me up. It put me in position. Um you know, the yellow reset a lot of things, but it was, you know, what I've learned over the last year and a bit in IndyCar is you've really just got to listen to your strategist. You've, things are going to change throughout the race and you might be back in 13th, but effectively you're the leader if things work out. And I just had to keep cool and not make a mistake and keep Will and Alex Pillow and, and Colton behind me. Um, and I knew that the race would sort of come come back to me once Scotty Dixon pitted and VK and a few others. So, um, yeah, it, thankfully it did. Thank, thankfully there was no more yellows and, and we were able to sort of charge on. Uh, there was no more yellows, but um, your golfing buddy there, uh, old Jimmy <laughs> Johnson, what, yeah. you know, he, you know, what's going on, mate? You're going to be, um, you know, punching on with him or um, what's going to happen on the golf course <laughs> next time? I mean, geez, uh, I, Poor, I, made, I us all, made all our hearts go, bro. Yeah, he texted me after the race saying, well done and, Sorry, I was just you know, doing my thing there. I said, was that because I took that much money off you on the golf course or what, what happened there? But no, he, uh, he, uh, no, he was all good. Um, I get it. It's a team game. Uh, and he's well within his right to stay there. But the one that I was probably more yeah. disappointed about was the, the rookie kid at the end because you know, we had two, two laps to go and he was maybe six or seven seconds away from the next guy. Like, it's just etiquette. And I sort of... Uh, it's, it's sort of that sort of stuff what goes around comes around you know and one day i'll yeah. be having a bad day and he might be going for his first one and i might make it difficult like he did yeah. for me today so it's just that's uh you know Murph, race drivers have long memories <laughs> yeah we do yeah mine's still pretty long hey um just <laughs> when when did you when did you feel i mean polo was putting on so much pressure there at the end but you look comfortable you never never really looked like you had to think about putting the car somewhere where you didn't want to you were so confident positive and and what was going on underneath you um even though he'd caught right up but was it was it just the last lap when did your brain have a moment of maybe thinking about you're going to win this race or did you just control it right to the last time you go on the gas coming onto the front stroke yeah once once we got past jimmy and i realized that you know the, the blue flag guys were going to make it quite difficult um you know i i actually really tried to check up alex and not catch devlin too early so i i brought the the lap speed a lot further back and I was really focusing on just getting off turn nine, which is the run uh, on the back straight and then uh, the last corner and the run to turn one. And uh, I, was, I was trying to bring that pace back and then we obviously caught Devlin with three or two to go. And um, I, I knew that I just had to keep doing that speed of Devlin's, not get too close to him to lose downforce and make sure that Alex, you know, was at bay for me. And I still had to save fuel as well. So it was, I knew he had to as well, so he couldn't use push to pass. So it was just a matter of getting off those two those two corners. Um, and and yeah, I, I felt pretty good. But yeah, it's 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 always distracting though. Like when a guy's you know very close to walls in front of you, and you don't want him to make a mistake because it could check you up. It was a it was a bit of a whole thing, and my heart rate definitely jacked. But um, yeah, I felt like I had it in control for you know for the most part. I, I felt pretty confident at that point. Um, emotionally, mentally, afterwards, you know, what was uh, what was the thing that uh, got you the most there, mate? I mean, how obviously pretty physical around there for for all those laps, a hundred laps. 
but mentally, was it the was it the one that wore you out? Yeah, it was mentally pretty draining, especially a street circuit with IndyCar. Um, yeah, like like I said, it was hot. Um, definitely was starting to get a little bit sore, like top of the shoulders here. Just you know, not having had much race racing, you know, for a good three four months. So, but was you know felt pretty good. Um, my heart rate dropped right down. It was like one seventy for the last lap or so, and then it dropped all the way back down to sort of oh like like resting. And then when I got the victory lane, it peaked the highest it had been the whole the whole race. Uh, when I was jumping around and being an idiot, so um, as you know, I like to party. We, we we had a good time. <laughs> I bet and well deserved. Uh, awesome to have Carly there. Obviously, obviously your mum and dad not there, but they were watching. And as you say, they've uh, uh, been getting a bit of attention over here too, and, and rightly so too, it mate. Um, you've kept the Pinsky. Uh, run going there at St. Pete too. Uh, it wasn't um, Will Power, your teammate, though, that's, that's done it. I think it's 11 out of the last 16 wins for Penske at this place, mate. It's, um, yeah. it, it is phenomenal. But um, I can't, you know, I think we're all just in absolute awe of, of what you've managed to, to achieve in your, in your date, well, your first race in, in 2022, mate. Uh, just monster congratulations from everybody here. In New Zealand and, and everyone that's watching. I mean, we're all very proud of you. Um, I hope that you're proud of what you've done. Yeah, thanks, Murph. Yeah, it's definitely starting to sink in when we talk a bit of it more about it, you know. And uh, yeah, but like I said, for me, it's just on to the next one. Like I've got to just keep focused and you know, bigger bigger fish to fry. And you know, I'll, I'll probably look back on, on the end of the season and I'll be like, well, that was awesome to win that first race. But right now, it's business as usual. I've just got to I've got to keep pressing on. Yeah, you do, mate. Uh, a lot of races ahead of you, and uh, we can't wait to uh, to see it and hopefully get over there and actually be uh, be there in person as well. So uh, have a great one, bud. Yeah, thanks, Murph. Cheers.